up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kinda odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. I got my grub on. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. It is none other but your acquisition entrepreneur, mentor, advisor, student, Alex Afondi. Appreciate your joining me today. Much, much appreciated. Love you all. Um, got an email this morning from um, a listener, a very, very nice gentleman, uh, left a note for me, and uh, that was very appreciated. So it's definitely been a good day. Uh, walked up this morning, uh, went down and helped my, uh, did I just say walked up? I think I meant to say woke up this morning. And uh, funny thing, there's a song for Nas that says, woke up this morning, got myself a gun random thought so it just came to mind but i don't own any guns uh nonetheless guys so andrew downey sent me a note very nice introduction and dropped me a note he said he enjoyed the the podcast which was certainly a an encouragement to record another one from my very modest and humble apartment here in long beach california let me see um the topic of today is business-to-business business sales. As I've explained before, in order for you to understand something, in order for you to understand banking, publishing, printing, making light bulbs, uh, selling papers, uh, managing apartment complexes, uh, roasting coffee, uh, molding plastic. I mean, anything that you can think of in this world that connects this world together and can make you a dime, a dollar or a million, in order for you to be successful at it, you have to, and I stress a lot here, you have to understand the ecosystem. Where the, where does the plastic come from? Where Where is the coffee uh, grown? Where is it roasted? How is it roasted? Who makes the machine? How's it brewed? You know, what's the difference between uh, a cup of coffee in Rome, Italy, and Long Beach, California, right? I mean, obviously, you're not going to grasp that all in one day, but understanding that ecosystem is very important, okay? Um, and so here you are, finishing college, whatever degree you, you chose and Forgive me for my honesty. I hope I didn't. I hope you didn't fuck up and, and majored in anthropology or, or sociology. Uh, I hope you majored in something practical, something I always encourage. And assuming you did, whatever you you now want to go in and get practical about your own life. You want to get an apartment. <clears throat> you know, get a job, start a date, finish at five. You know, at least for the next five years to get your life going unless you have different ambitions. And you want to get in business to business sales. Why? Because you can make money, right? So getting into something is always, it's always like looking up a hill. You know, you have to climb it. And that hill has an upslope and a downslope, right? So where you want to be right now is you want to be at the bottom of the hill 
about to climb up that hill and learn that business, ecosystem, etc., etc. The best way to learn business, the best way to learn sales is on someone else's dime, right? So I might have mentioned this before, so forgive me if I'm mentioning it again. <clears throat> There's a lot of companies out there like Toyota, um, similarly Lexus, uh, you know, um, Gosh, I, I really, I just, Enterprise, for example, I can't stand that company. I think they treat their employees like absolute crap. Uh, Enterprise ran a car. Uh, I've gotten so many people out of that company, it's ridiculous. Like every agent that walks me to, to a rental, <clears throat> I talk to them about their career and they can't stand it. And I help them out of it. And, they, and they're forever appreciative. Because honestly, I hate abuse. I can't stand when companies abuse people. So back to my point, uh, you're going to get in that sales environment and you're going to get in sales. My recommendation, my advice is that you get in some B2B sales and hit the pavement. And look, if you do it for a year or two and prospect, you're going to be able to sell. So how that works is you're going to go in, you're going to learn the product, the service, what makes your company oh so wonderful. You know, my company was Verizon and frankly, it was pretty badass. It was a really good job. Learned a lot, got to meet a lot, and I learned the ecosystem. Not only did I learn the ecosystem of the telecom world, I also learned the ecosystem of uh, the port, the port of Long Beach, port of Los Angeles, the media companies, the transportation companies, trucking, etc. Excuse me, I'm gonna put my phone on silent. Uh, and and that was cool because now, I mean, randomly I talked to a trucking company owner and they say oh, yeah, I'm a trucking company and I'm like oh do you do intermodal or long haul and they take a step back like whoa dude are you in the business I'm like no no I'm just aware of it so it's kind of nice so the next five years are very pivotal in your life in your 20s because people just appeal and like young guys young ladies you know going after it and they will buy from you you know as i always say people buy from people who they like and believe it or not people sell to people they like right in my current business um if i am not a fan of of yours i don't have to sell you i can sell to someone else okay and so the next five years are going to be pivotal because these are the years you have to make six-figure income plus and get used to it, okay? Because you're never going back to less than six figures, okay? Plus, plus, I hope. And I recall vividly a conversation that I had with a gentleman who hired me into Verizon. His name is Henry Koya. <clears throat> and Henry said, what do you aim to make the first year? And I thought I was being very ambitious, and kind of unrealistic because I know a lot of you are like really can I make six-figure income fuck yeah you can so Henry Koya said what do you want to make what do you want to earn and, and ambitiously I said oh easy uh, you know six figures and he said good first off if he said otherwise I wouldn't have hired you and if you complete a year and not make six figures, I wouldn't keep you. Uh, and so just imagine that. And I got in, and as difficult as that 
job was, and I would say as challenging as it was, I made it through. So back to you guys, first five years, you're going to basically earn $500,000 plus, you're going to pay the taxes, you're going to ever save some money, save, 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 save. You are more than welcome, and I encourage you to go do experiential things. Go to the Grand Canyon, go to Boston, uh, see New Hampshire, see Seattle. Uh, travel internationally, no problem. You can spend your money on that. Watches, fuck that. Cars, absolutely not. Nice apartment, you do not need it. You absolutely do not need it. Let me let me tell you about a lesson I learned. Got out of college, got a job, $48,000. As a buyer for an engineering firm called Fleur, pretty, pretty massive company. I went out and rented an apartment that cost me roughly $1,500 a month. Stupid mistake, okay? Learn my lesson the hardcore. You don't need it, okay? Seriously, if you sleep on a couch, that is a-okay. That obviously will depend on where you are in the world, um, geography, etc., etc. Bet you for making six-figure income in Nebraska, you should and can live in a one-bedroom. But if you're making six-figure income in Los Angeles, it's not going to be enough. So you need to get a roommate, you need to couch it, maybe live with the parents for a couple of years, whatever the case might be, because you need to save your money. So now you got five years on your belt, and at that point you get to make a decision whether you want to acquire businesses. At that point you would have had a good Rolodex of um, contacts, uh, and you'll be able to determine where you want to go from there. Possibly you want to go to management. Possibly you want to stay in sales. Uh, maybe change industry. Do research. Find out. Hey, what's a, what's a profitable industry? What's an industry that makes money? Medical sales is one. Telecom is another. Uh, technology, absolutely. Uh, jewelry is one. Uh, that's more on the B2C business to consumer. I can't stand the B2C personally. You may love it. It's very regimented. It's you have to be, you know, perfect all the time, uh, and you know you can't say the word "fuck" in the store because well, why should you, right? Where B two B, you know, you're just kind of free. You know, you're professional, obviously, but you know if you get along with a client and and they they want to complain about something and fly off the handle, and you just kind of share the same mentality or same attitude about whatever you're talking about, you sure can. Um, and so learning that ecosystem within B2B is going to be very important. Uh, and do it, do this while you're still nimble, you know, while you're still uh, lean and mean uh, before your 30s. So again, out of college, if you, if you decide to go to college, and never discount opportunities. You know, if you got $30,000 saved up instead of putting it down on a watch or a car payment, Look to see if you can put it down on a, on a side business. Seriously, a smoke shop. You know, they make a lot of money. Um, a freaking, I mean, I'm just really shooting off the hip. Um, you know, an ice cream truck that someone can man for you. Some, some retired person. Uh, a little construction company. Uh, you know, because you need multiple streams of income. Always work on your skills. You know, I, I heard an analogy one time, and I... And I genuinely believe in it so you know diamonds you know diamonds diamonds aren't pretty when they're found 
when they're discovered, when they're, I don't know, when they're mined, that's the word, when they're mined, right? They're not pretty, they're freaking ugly. Right? What happens is, like raw diamonds are actually not pretty, but when you go to the store, they're beautiful, they're very shiny, they're big, they're nice. Um, and you have to think of yourself as that diamond, right? You're still rough, you're still not very skilled at what you do, but with enough cleaning, enough sharpening, and enough uh, polishing of your skills and abilities, you're going to be able to be that diamond. Um, and that, my friend, is how you start your business-to-business -business career. Uh, pursue it. Go after it. And, you know, don't waver. If you want to get a job, uh, get a career, whatever the case might be. If you want to start your own business, just don't waver. Stay at it, stay at it, stay at it. And as I always remind you guys, stay out of negativity. Uh, cut the people out. You can cut them out. You don't need negativity in your life. Uh, anyone adding <clears throat> more stress to your life needs to be out. And uh, I hope this was helpful, guys. Uh, B2B, we'll probably do another episode on B2B on how to approach, uh, how to sell services, when to walk away. Um, I don't want to make this episode too long, but uh, I'll go ahead and turn it off and uh, record another one on the day-to-day, -day, you know, the day-to-day -day of business to business. That said, guys, uh, much appreciated. Take care. Alex Afondi.